0: Hi, I'm John Marn. I'm here today with Mike Capuccio, owner of NETR Inc., a heating and cooling company in Massachusetts with a focus on Mitsubishi ductless heating and cooling products. Today we're talking about air conditioning installation in Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome, Mike. Good morning, John. How are you? Good. So, Mike, what types of air conditioning systems
1: are available for homes in the Boston area? Well, John, there's a lot of different types of air conditioning systems you can put in your homes in, in the Boston area. Um, you know, we have a lot of types of different homes, so you know, different air conditioning systems go in different homes. The traditional ducted system that you could put into an average home, you know, ductwork in the area, vents in each room, a return in the central hallway, and you know, you would have a air handle that would typically go in a closet or something like that. In you know that's that's your traditional type of system. One thermostat in the room, and you know just kind of control off the hallway return air temperature from that that perspective. I mean that that's that's one type. That's that's what we see a lot. That's your basic air conditioning system. You have you have a lot of temperature differences throughout the home when you have that type of a system in there. Depending on which way the sun is facing, and which way it's coming in the windows and stuff, you can have hot and cold spots throughout the home. Um, even sometimes they have a two-story condo or something like that in the Boston area where you put that in, and you have one thermostat upstairs or downstairs, and you have all these temperature variations when you do something like that. So that's a ducted system. That is a ducted and, system, and you would call that mm-hmm. like central air conditioning. Like a central air conditioning ducted system. Yeah, it's, it's the most traditional system you see, you know, throughout the United States. Okay. Um, one of the other ones that we're seeing is becoming very popular now is the high velocity system. So the high velocity system doesn't use as big of ductwork. Basically, there's a main trunk somewhere that would run around the perimeter, and then there's these small two or three-inch hoses. And you actually look up in the ceiling, and you see little round openings about as big as a can of coke that you'd see in the in the ceiling. We're beginning to see more and more of them. A, a very costly system. Again, one thermostat controls everything. Um, if they're not installed properly, we've been into homes where we hear they're very loud. They whistle. Um, things like hmm. that, where, where you see that. But again, you have the traditional air handle that needs to go in a closet or in an attic, and there is duct work involved in that to put that in. You know, and then there's the other system like that we sell is, is the ductless air conditioning system from Mitsubishi Electric that we put in. And, you know, we don't need closet space. We don't need duct work. And basically we, we put... M- more than one thermostat in the home. When we install multiple ductless units in the home, we zone out the home in the Boston area. So, I mean, you have two bedrooms, a living room, an open area. We maybe go in, put three, probably most of the time, three units units—and something like that. One in the open area in the front, two in the back in the bedrooms. And, you know, where we go, each one of those is on a zone. And then, you know, we run the piping to the outdoor condensing. Again, no ductwork, eliminating the space that you need for, for the ducts. So you can raise your sailings up, whatever you want to do with that. And also putting each room on its own thermostatic control. So you're not using one bedroom. You can shut that unit off. You can, you know, now you're running on, two units and gaining efficiency like that to use our system. So
0: do you normally recommend the uh, ductless system for air conditioning in Boston uh, for the reasons that you you just said, that you can set up these different zones and control different areas? Of yeah,
1: we, we go into a lot of homes in, in Boston, John, and they're using window units now, 60, 70% of the time. Sometimes they have ductwork in there and they're, they're doing a remodel and mm-hmm. they've just come to the conclusion that this ductwork and this air handler is taking up Too much living space. I mean, a lot of these homes are—they're not that big. They're only sometimes, you know, twelve hundred square feet, Mm -hmm. fifteen hundred square feet, and you know, you're trying to put a four foot by four foot closet in an area to keep the air handler in, and it just takes up all that space. They want, you know, most times they want a closet versus a, a place where they can put their air conditioning units. So that's why we go with the ductless units because we can heat, we can cool, we can zone out. We don't need space. We don't need all that space for the ductwork. We the unit outside is a lot quieter than the other units that we use, and you know, away we go.
0: Talk a little bit about the different types of houses and apartments that you encounter in different areas in and around Boston, and and how that affects your installation of ductless air conditioning
1: and heating units. G- great question, John. Let's talk about South Boston a little bit. You know, South Boston's an old part of Boston. You know, it's it's as old as downtown Boston, but you have a lot of old three-family homes back in the 1900s that are now being all converted to condominiums. Mm-hmm. So nine times out of 10, they're three to four-story buildings. They're wood-structured buildings. Sometimes they have a walkway between each each house. Most times they're touching each other, but they're wood-structured buildings, first floor, second floor, third floor. A lot of them in the back have decks in the back, and, and 90% of them are flat roofs up on there. So we can put the condensing units up on the roof of the building. Hmm. Or first floor, we put the unit on the ground out back, and you know we run piping throughout the home. On something like that, you would take piping on the first floor, run it down into the basement, run it to the back of the home, get it tied in that way, put the drains into the basement. Second floor is the one that gives us a little bit of a challenge, but most times um, we can get from the second floor to the roof or to the back deck possibly with with piping to get our refrigerant lines out to the condenser. And then the third floor one... Is basically we we mount the units and put the units on the roof of the building or on a back deck and bring all our refrigerant piping and drains and stuff to the roof or up to a roof deck or something like that, you know. And then you've got the traditional Boston, you know, you get into you know Commonwealth Ave, Beacon Street, your homes like that. That's your typical Boston brownstone brick type home. Mm-hmm. Um, those can be anywhere from one story with a basement up to six stories. Those are the ones that present a little bit of a challenge the top floor, the bottom floor is relatively easy to do. It's the floors in between where, where we sometimes need the condominium people's acceptance to run piping, possibly up through a a main hallway, up through a chase, possibly on the back of the building over the walls of someone else's condo on the outside. But we find sometimes when we meet with the condominium associations, we can get these things passed. You know, there's gutters that run down the sides of those buildings. Sometimes we, we run our piping on the sides of the gutters. Um, You know, a little bit harder to do a brownstone than a a wooden-type home because the brownstones are all brick. They're usually about a foot of brick on the exterior walls. Um, Each home touches each other. And, you know, when you look at the Boston brownstone, sometimes you think that a Boston brownstone can, you know, you size it by square footage and it's it's not that because you don't have four exterior walls. You only have two. So most times those only need about half of the air conditioning that you think they really need. Um we mm-hmm. see a lot of oversized situations in those types of homes. And you know, then you've got the other types of homes in Boston where, you know, you get into Jamaica Plain area, Rosendale area, Arlington, Somerville, Medford, places like that, a little bit on the outskirts. Those are, those are your, a lot of those are your big older Victorian homes. Um Latin plaster on the walls, insides. Most of those homes don't have insulation in the exterior walls. Um, you know, big old rock foundations where we've got to get piping down into the basement. Those those are a challenge, but um, we've done many of them that, you know, they're great to zone out. I mean, sometimes those houses have four or five bedrooms in them and, you know, those end up being six, eight, ten zone units sometimes in what we see in those homes. But you know, those are challenging as well just because of the type of construction, very old construction, old walls when you when you're drilling those walls and you know, you've got sometimes half inch of plaster and then you've got lat board in there and then you're going to the outside, you've also got to be careful with a lot of those homes because a lot of those homes back in the day all the exteriors were asbestos, so you've got to make sure there's no asbestos when right. you're drilling that and stuff like that, but you know, those every one of them presents its own challenge but we've done every type of home like that it's just how you attack that home and what's different about it right and in all of those situations
0: basically you're trying to put that outdoor unit as close to you know that apartment or condo say if if it's a multi-unit home you know as possible so that you can minimize the amount of duct work that you ha- that you need in order to you know get to into that apartment
1: yeah well that that's the piping we're trying to get the piping from the indoor units to the outdoor units in some cases we only have 80 feet from an indoor unit to an outdoor unit. But when we get into our bigger systems, our our probably more over three to four zone units, we can put what's called the branch box inside the unit. And then we have a a lot more amount of pipe that we can go from the branch box to the outdoor unit. I think we can go up to 250 feet from that point to get where we need to get to Um, But then we only have 80 feet from the branch box in. So we we have to look at the design when we really go in to do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what our comfort consultants do when they go out to the home. They're going to look at that. They're going to, you know, run the load calculations, see what the home needs for air conditioning, do the design. Hey, where's the best spot to put a branch box if we need it, you know, and and move on from there and do a a full design and and walk you through it. See, okay, is this something that, you know, you think you're interested in doing and this is how we would do it. It's going to be very well detailed on how we're going to do the job.
0: All right, that's really great information, Mike. Thanks again for speaking with me today. Thanks, John. And for more information, visit the NETR website at netrinc.com or call 781-933-NETR. That's 781-933-6387.